Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. It's time for the Big Ugly Tailgate. Bringing the party to the radio with Casey Studdard, Johnny Rogers, and Ben Buckman. Say pods. You never know who's going to show up to the tailgate. Talking sports, food, music, and all things ATX on the station that says what Austin sports fans are thinking. The Horn. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Welcome back to the Big Ugly Tailgate. Beautiful morning here in Austin, Texas. We are on the horn. We're live. We're local. We're digital on the horn app and at hornfm.com. Casey Stuttered in the house. Jamie Frazier in the house. TikTok tie in the box. Say Pods going to be calling us in shortly to join us. He's had a busy morning, and uh, I'm Johnny Rogers, and thank you for spending your Saturday morning with us. Yeah, he, watching the, you know, a little bit of this Oak Hill stuff, that's a long course. Yeah, it is. That's a long freaking course. But it's a beautiful course, though. I'll be looking forward to Ben. Ben's going to call in. He's going to give us a little education on what's going down here. You know what's funny, though, about that is we're down here sweating our ass off. It was 100 degrees yesterday. When they teed off yesterday morning, it was, like, below freezing. What? Yeah. Really? I think it got up to like 55. I think the high today is like 55. I think it was like 55 when they teed off this morning with the rain. It's part of the game. No, I know, but it's just funny. Like, Casey, you kind of sounded soft here. Huh? Kind of sounded soft. No, I'm just saying it's cold <laughs> as hell up there. It's 100 degrees down here. No, they, had it's a, like, they had a frost delay. That's what I'm saying. There's a frost delay. That's, no, that's what it was. soft. Yes. But respect the course. Correct. Well, at least there's no golf carts being driven on there. Messing up the good courses. Let them drive carts. But I ain't out there today with the freaking umbrella walking around, I'll tell you that. Should there be events where their carts are permitted? Well, I think it probably opens up a lot of golf courses. And it also, like, Tiger could play and be competitive, and it'd be a lot faster to be, they, for, like, for the what about, viewers, they I think it'd be through, more engaged. The PGA went through the whole thing with the guy that played with um, Tiger in college. I can't remember his name. Did he have a missing leg or he foot was, or something? He, yeah, he was handicapped. He had a limp. Limp, okay. yeah. And, they, you know, they pushed that all the way through, and, you know, that was a big deal for almost like three or four months. Yeah. You know, like, and they said, nope, can't do it. Yeah. It's got to be fair for everybody. Yeah. Unfair advantage. It's like, come on, guys. The, well, the dude, it's, the like, dude. it's like Justin Pistorius, old Tink Tink, the runner that they deemed was he had an unfair advantage because he had iron legs. He was that sprinter in the Olympics. Oh, the yeah, blade he killed runner? his girlfriend. Yeah, that piece of shit. <laughs> the Blade Runner. The Blade, yeah, yeah. Oh, little Tink Tink. <laughs> you, you ever seen Cat Williams bit on that? Oh yeah, it is pretty tink, funny. Tink, 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 tink. That's oh, fantastic. So uh, back in so, L.A. tonight, Denver, L.A. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen? Jokic is so awesome. He's fun to watch. L.A.'s going to win one at home. We know that, but shoot, you don't know. Denver may sweep their ass. I had Denver in five initially. Yeah, you got some uh, money on that? No, but I, I have I've talked a lot of trash this week and the and probably this month 
about the Lakers. I should so. have worn my Chris Mim Lakers jersey in this morning. Is he <sighs> one of the most unliked Lakers, like disliked Mim? Lakers? I feel like they hated him when he was there. Mim Fu? No. Because Kobe kind of would dog him all the time, wouldn't he? So what? Kobe dogged everybody. But he had it out for Chris Mim. Well, if <laughs> I don't know. But but what I Mim's got the best stories, man. I mean, he, go Shaps, of course. But go Shaps, obviously. You guys are so oh my lord. But but Mim like Mim got to play with LeBron. He got to play with Kobe, and and he got. I mean he he had a 10, 12 year NBA career. I mean that's what else would you want? I mean he won. Some, I think he even won a championship. Actually, the year he got traded from the Lakers, the year that they ended up winning their a championship. And he played for the team about halfway through the season. So and then, he got a ring? Yeah, so uh, Jerry Buss sent him a ring, a, bu- a box. And he opened it. I had no idea what it was, and he got, he got his uh, championship Yeah, if the, ring. if the Lakers won a championship this year, they said they're going to give Pat Bev- Beverly a ring. Is that right? They better give Westbrook one, too. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Once we got rid of you, we got so much better. How yeah. are you so bad? Yeah. See I ya. like Pat Bev though, man. He makes it. At least he makes it interesting. I like both of those. I mean, I, if Russell Westbrook took five shots a game and just played hard defense and rebounded and just ran the floor, I, I would. He would be a great. You get player. behind it. But the fact that he still feels the need to take like pull up twelve foot jump shots that clank off the side of the rim yeah. makes him terrible. Yeah, I just for me, Jokic, uh, just. I mean, he's a beast. There's nobody that can handle him. He can do what he wants. But um, anyways, going to go live now to the Vaqueros and Cafe Cantina Hotline. Our main man, Sarah, joining us. What up, Benny? Hey, Pop. How we doing, bud? Buddy, I slept in. I apologize for the old sleep-in move. No, the old missed the, the, missed the alarm move, did you? <laughs> the old forgot. The old set the alarm. You know, the alarm I did not rely on until I relied on the alarm. Okay. I've been there. Yeah. Ty's, Ty's, Ty's been late a, a few times or has overslept. Hey, Welcome back, Ty. You've definitely been there before. <laughs> it's all right. He made it. He, makes, he made it, though. You got back up yeah, here. You... But appreciate you calling in, Ben. Uh, we were talking a little bit about the, the PGA Championships at Oak Hill this morning. Uh, Scotty Scheffler up in the mix. Hovland, Connors. DeChambeau up there. What uh, you been watching any of this? You got any thoughts on it? You don't know. No, I'm excited that uh, DeChambeau, Phil made the cut. Um, you know, Victor Hovland's a great player. Scheffler is always in the hunt. He might be the hottest guy on tour between him and John Rom. Okay, I like that. Rom's not having a very good day right now or good tournament, but he did make the cut. No, he made the cut, but DeChambeau, you know, having DeChambeau, DJ made the cut. Bo Hostler, fellow UT Longhorn, made the cut. He's not far off the lead. Good for him. Good for him. Absolutely. Uh, he's been tra- – he, he practiced really hard this last year, put a lot of work into his game, and he's been playing a lot better than he has over the last few years, so it's really good. you got Keegan Bradley, Brooks Kepka, DeChambeau, a lot of good names at the board. No doubt, we were jo- movement still. We were joined here with you know, Ben Buckman live on uh, live here on the Horn. And Ben, yeah. tell us a little bit. You know, one of the things about Oak Hill, this specific course, it's a very long course. So, how does that? You know, how does what? Who? Who's? Does that help certain players in their game? I mean, is it catered towards the the guys that hit longer shots? Well, the difference between Oak Hill and other places, it's very tight. So, again, 
it's long, but if you miss fairways, it rained yesterday. So if they're in the rough, the ball's not going to come out as hot as it usually does, especially with the rough that they have uh, that the PGA has done for this tournament. So, I mean, long hitters really don't have – I mean, if you're hitting fairways, it's really what uh, the total advantage is for playing this uh, this course. Uh, the long hitters, if they're not hitting fairways, then it really doesn't matter how long they're hitting it. So, you know, that's a lot of – you know, DC and Bo – I don't know if you've seen recent pictures of DCM Bo, but he's dropped, I want to say, at least 20 pounds. Yeah. He's more muscle than he is. Fatness. He's yoked. Um, he is jacked. But not like not um, like in a big way. It's like he's he's more compact and, and not carrying around a lot of that, that weight. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Ben, but I think it was his doctors who told him that if he stayed on that same regimen that he was in where he looked like a steroid baby, uh, it was literally <laughs> going to kill him. It was. It was. They said that he would lose years of his life if he kept doing what he was doing. So he uh, he got yoked. He's uh, it's funny. He hit a player on the first day on the opposite tee. Oh boy! <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if you saw that, but a guy was setting up on uh, one of the tee boxes. Oh, he hit right another player. Yeah, on the back. He hit a- <laughs> What? Yeah, I mean, I, he was about to tee off and took him right to the back. I mean, my, I always see that like, when the players, like, they'll hit, like, somebody, you know, a fan, and they'll walk over and, like, give them their glove or something like that. Uh, what do you do when you hit another player? Tee up another ball. Hey, can I autograph that for you? He autographed the ball for him, too. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. No, you know, again, this course is very tight, so hitting fairways is very important for, for this tournament. Um and that's kind of why you see a lot of different players at the top of this leaderboard. Okay. Uh, Jay Sue, Connors, Scheffler. Scheffler is just a really good ball striker. So, and that's kind of why you see John Rahm at the bottom. Um, DJ's kind of T19 plus one. Um, Adam Scott plus two. So that's why you see this leaderboard is, you know, the leaders at minus five. ET's off 140 or 150. So, um it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to watch coming into moving day, um, Saturday. Yeah, uh, Finau just rolled off the backside of the green. Uh, he's at plus six for the tournament. How are you feeling about Corey Connors? I have a little bread on him. Um, he uh, he's up he's there. Canadian. He's a Canadian. That's uh, all you got. How do you feel? <laughs> he's Canadian. That's all you need to know, I guess. All right. All right. He's a ball striker. <laughs> That's a personal um, problem. But again, I'm going to go with our, my boy, Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. Um, he's battled for the first three days. He's one that can go wire to wire if he really works on it, really tries. So um, this would be just another notch in his belt. Ben, are you excited to have uh, Brittany Griner back in the WNBA, her first return since her time in Russia? Who cares about yeah. Brittany Griner? I don't know why we yeah, brought her up. I wonder like if she's still hitting the pin. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I bet you. I wonder, yeah, I mean it's legal now for sure. She's still hitting the pin. I don't. I don't know if she's got PTSD or not, but I was wondering if she still hit the pin or not. Um, it's a great question. You know, it'll be interesting to see how she ends up doing this year. She's got a lot of media behind her, um, so you know they were really pushing that game on the ESPN last for night. sure. Hard. Well, it's a re- it's a reason for somebody to actually have some interest in the WNBA. I would like to see the ratings. Yeah. 
No doubt. They pushed it real hard, and that game was on at like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not sure how many. You, you staying up? You staying up for that one, Ben? Uh, <laughs> you know what I did do last night? I went and saw the movie Air at IPIC last night, and I was a big fan. Well, yeah, do you, you like the movie? I did. You know, my brother, we've got some ties to Sonny Vaccaro. Sonny Vaccaro uh, helped recruit my brother um, and well, helped make my brother who he was as a high school player, as a McDonald's All-American. So yeah. um, it was really cool to kind of understand the story of how big of integral part he was and, and literally how he did it and, and you know, how he was told not to do some things. and Did it anyways. Kind of, he did it anyways in his own way. But um, it's interesting how – you go back in the day and how really Converse was was the shoe. I don't know. Jamie might have had a couple of pairs of those. Uh, those Jordans? Converse. Or excuse me, those those birds and those magic shoes? Oh, yeah. Jamie definitely had a few I, pairs I, of those. When I was a kid, I remember I had the uh, I had the Magic Johnsons. I still got Chuck Taylors. Chuck E.T. Then I didn't realize how big Adidas was. I think I don't. I think I was a Nike running shoe kid at, when I was growing well, up. It was, I don't remember. Adidas was really that life lifestyle brand shoe because they had Run DMC. Yeah, the, the and, and everybody wanted to be shoe, everybody wanted that. to be cool like Run DMC, and so and Adidas, they had soccer. Yeah, they had soccer in Europe, and then whatever they had really happened wear. to like Reebok because they were big. At well, one time. Shaq just bought. Oh, Reebok. that's what I had. I was a Reebok. Yeah, kid. I had that's some John Wall Reebok shoes that were atrocious. Yeah, I, I had the pumps. I had the D Browns, the pumps. Buddy, the pumps. Those that are so was bad. They're awesome. I mean, as a kid, just pumping up your shoes, you just felt good. Like I'm gonna jump oh, higher. Man. I think I also had a pair of LA Gear shoes. Do y'all remember LA Gear? Yeah, never had, never had the pumps. Yeah. <laughs> and then Nike tried to come out with a pump shoe. And you had to carry around like this banana-looking thing to pump it up. What was the point of it? It was supposed to make you jump higher. Well, more support for your ankle. It was just a gimmick, and it worked. I mean, the pumps were huge. And then you hit the little button, and you could hear them. <sighs> but I, I ended up, I ended up doing some research on Sonny Vaccaro, and he made like he made Nike. What did they come out and made one hundred and thirty million dollars that year in shoes? And I think he. Totaled. I've Googled how much he was worth, and it said five million dollars. And I thought that was uh, that's trash. He got the, the raw end of the deal there because Michael Jordan alone made makes four hundred million dollars a year off his yeah. off his name. Residuals. They say Sonny Vaccaro is only worth five million. Mm-hmm. Get that's out of what, here. That's what it. That's what it said. Yeah, that might. He doesn't be get off, his percentage for life. Nope. Well, well, he's a dumbass for not signing that deal. But what what people don't know is he's the one who signed Kobe to uh, Adidas when yeah. Kobe came out, and then he signed him back to Nike. Do you know signed, that? Signed him back. Yeah, and then he tried to get. They, he called it the Big Three: Michael Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron, and he didn't get LeBron. Gotcha. Nike uh, got LeBron though. though. Oh, yeah, he was always going to yep. be LeBron. He was Nike always going to be a LeBron. Nike guy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, by the way, uh, CB pointed out, and I do remember this because I have T-shirts that still say Reebok on it, but Texas 
was a Reebok school back in the night. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Texas and the running, the running tenders with the running horns was Reebok back in the day. And I don't think it was sure. till Mac Brown. And if that was Brown's Reebok year. till, and yeah. if that was Reebok till about 2009. Something like 10. that. Yeah. Now that's like the new shoe that's coming up is the no bull. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the uh, they did they sponsored the uh, NFL Combine. What is what what's the feature of Noble Noble that is it the flat fee? Like know. it's not as much arch. I see him in the gym all the time. <coughs> yeah, it's big in the CrossFit world. Yeah. Hey, TikTok Todd, I got a question. How come all the NFL teams are doing a, the the high pass on uh, on Zeke? Um. Because he he's wants too much. He's old. He's old. Yeah, he's, he's old. Slow, but I mean, he's just, slow. is he asking he, he for ain't too going much? He's coming home. He ain't going he's not coming home. He's coming he's, home. He's staying in Dallas. Chase Young may be going to the Chiefs. What? Yeah. That's the talking right is now he, from the he, commanders. Will he get off the sideline and I don't know. injury report? I don't know. That's don't not know. fair. Sure, it's fair. I don't know. That's like, want... like the Spurs getting the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, that was a. that was a. That was a. Dude, the NBA's been rigged since Rig. Ewing. Since the Ewing draft. But I digress. You think that's a rig? How was that rigged? Because you had the best player of all time from France, who, by the way, the Spurs, and in France, like the Spurs are like the French team because of Tony Parker. I mean, there's pictures of Wimbayama wearing a Tony Parker jersey as a kid. So it was like, okay, the Spurs, every. You know, twenty years they're going to get the best player, no matter what. Make but it. isn't it isn't it a lottery system where the balls pop up? They and... say that Ernst and Young or whoever the accounting firm is that that does that. But we all know it's rigged. The NBA is scripted. The whole thing. Well, let me ask you this: What do you think is going to happen to John Morant? <laughs> yeah, we, we talked a little bit about that. I think I think John Morant sits for a year. A yeah. whole year. Yeah, I mean, he'll. I think they'll probably come out and only make him do half because be he's six, six, seven. It'll probably be I don't know twenty. Yeah, it'll probably be a month of play. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna. He's gonna have to take some time off. Uh, but but I just you know, the kid's got every every opportunity, and you just you see it just going away and blowing it. So. Well, I was just I was reading also that there's an L.A. gang member that's really yeah. pissed off. About John yeah, because he's flashing gang signs and he has no reason to. Like you don't want that kind of smoke. <laughs> no, it's just it's just you should have when that you talk when you become job. when you when you become a, a public figure. There's just you have to abide by different rules. Like you you know that if you do something and someone else does something, your name's going to be up there, not theirs. You know what I mean? On the high headlines. So there's like you it's have like to know Iverson that. Iverson when he got arrested in college. Yeah, but you have to know that, and it's just like. You know, you got to keep yourself away from all that, and it's like, why? why there's no. What, what no I can't stand is I hear a lot of journalists or a lot of people talking about how like he didn't do anything illegal. You know, he didn't like it's. Oh, you can have a you can be a gun owner and be in a car, or you know, it's nothing illegal for him to have. But he's a flashing gun. gang signs. But he's flashing gang signs, and he's doing it in a stupid way. And when you rely on other people for your income, I mean, the guy just literally blew a hundred million dollars. It, yeah. worth, the, worth the sponsorships and all that because no corporate company is going to back this kid anymore. Well, he also lost like $80 million not making a, an all-NBA team because you have to make an all-NBA team to qualify for the Supermax. Is that right? And he's not, he doesn't qualify anymore. 
and that's just because he missed a month of the season. He missed like two hundred million dollars, basically. Yeah, he's yeah. I mean, his his value is plummeting, plummeting. That's and it's not point. like I don't know. I, the only thing I can really think about that's similar would be like when Michael Vick got you know caught up in the dog ring, you know. But Michael Vick made an incredible bounce back. Can you put the two together? Could you really put the two together? America right now is crazy with gun violence and all this other things, and then. Like, I I don't know. I think Michael Vick and him are two different animals. Oh, sure. I don't know. Oh, sure. But I'm just um, talking about, like, what's the point? Like, you, you've, got, you've got people that want to give you millions of dollars and you just throw it away because what? You, you want to be hard? Like, you want to be cool? Like, you want to be tough? How old is he? John Morant? Yeah. He's like 23. That's a good yeah. point, Jamie. There you go. There you go. That's that's a good point. You don't see a right. lot of he doesn't have he doesn't have any of his friends in his corner. He doesn't have anybody in his corner saying don't do that stupid crap. Yeah, yep. well, because he's, yeah, yeah, he's got sure. yes dudes all around him. Like none of his Including homies are going to say anything. it's coming his down on the championship too. right now. I mean, golly, it's coming down. Yeah. So Brandon, cats yeah, and dogs up there, no kill. That's insane. You know when that when that when that course gets freaking wet like that, that ball just stops. Well, well, gonna it's some... going to be some high scores today, boys. Yeah, because you can't. I mean, putting putting in there, you're just going to have to try to get it close. It's going to be so dang. The texter makes a really good point that Vic didn't put his defiance in your face the way Job Miranda's. That's yeah. good. That's a good point. He at least had the decency to keep that under wraps, I guess, if you want to say that. But um... and also, also, I don't think social media was as prevalent back then either. To where? Oh God, no, no. I, was there even maybe MySpace was around back then? Was Instagram around back then? Yeah, but the the just how many phones are everywhere yeah. now? I mean, right. everywhere. Everyone. Well, even the guy in the John Morant video, as soon as he looks, he's like showing John. He sees he's got a gun, yeah, he and he puts it down for like twenty seconds. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> he's getting trouble for this. Yeah. Two hundred million dollars. Bye bye. And and I I was laughing. I don't know if this is true or not, but I saw you know. I saw a Mimi or something on, on Twitter, and it was like his apology was done by ChatGPT. <laughs> Somebody typed in, like, uh, blowing your chances in the NBA by doing <laughs> stupid things, and it was like word for word what ChatGPT apology Boy. should be. <sighs> so not only did he do it, he just kind of went the easy way out. And well, said, you can't. Hey. He already had an apology. Like a month ago. I was previous. gonna say, yeah, he didn't he apologize a few months ago yeah. and then this is You need to like not apologize, go away, yeah, try to fix it. But he'll get a second get, chance. He'll have This is a third chance. I know he'll and get he, a third chance. And it's it's this, these aren't the first two you sell occurrences tickets? of something him doing something questionable in the past year. You make owners money. Didn't he beat up like a fourteen year old? Yes. Well he got a fight with a kid. Like a fourteen-year-old was a kid. pickup, and then yeah. he flashed a gun at him. And he went to a Foot Locker because his mom felt disrespected with like a whole crew of people to, and a Foot Locker employee had to lock themselves in a the closet. Yeah, this kid's a punk. Yeah, well, he, he, the, I can't the, fix that. the thing is though is with him is it's there's three things that are going to happen. He's going to be in the grave, or he's going to be out of ball, or he's going to turn it around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or two I hope things, he does. Sorry. He is a he is so he's much really fun good. to watch. He's explosive. Yeah. Uh, you know, he puts out a good brand of basketball, but at the same time, the like grave prisoner. Yeah. Or the NBA. Well, the do they, do they pull you aside? What's that, Ben? Said he hurt his team. Yeah. I mean, the Memphis Grizzlies were actually pretty good this year with him on there. Then he does this, 
and then you know they didn't even make it to hey, really decent playoff. Hey, Case, do they like when you're a rookie in the NFL? Do they like talk about this stuff at all? Do they like, hey, yeah, you're, 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 you're going to be in the public, yeah, but you're going to be in the public eye. I mean, is oh, yeah, it, yeah, there's all. That, I mean, yeah. is there anyone? I mean, even at the team level, or just it's it's like yeah, yeah, you talk about it. No, I mean that's 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 what it is. Protect the shield, like yeah. hey guys. In the NFL, if you mess up, you're gone. Yeah, like you have. You, there's, I mean, it's all in the in the handbook. You know, does your agent talk to you about it too? Because I mean, you know, the team does, and then you have a big rookie symposium about it too, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Rookie symposium is all about that. Um, Herm Edwards comes in, gives the speech. Only buy one, one of each. All you need is one of everything. <laughs> you need one house. You need one car. You need one wife. Or a significant remember, other. I don't remember uh, who talked at ours. Can't remember. You only need one wife. Yes. Did Nike drop him? I don't. I, I didn't see. I haven't heard any. Of I that. don't think so. I don't, think, I, I don't think any. I don't. I don't think he's been dropped. But here's the thing: he's still going to get paid his contract because that's guaranteed. Or is, is there, it, or, it, or is there any kind of moral clause in in the NBA? I mean, he's like the like JJ Redick came out this week in in his defense, like like you were saying, and it's like, oh, he didn't break any laws, like he didn't do anything wrong, really. And he's an idiot. Yeah, but it, yeah, but it's then, not about that. And, but Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley come and called him a bunch of fools. Who's ever yeah, him no, that was awesome. Charles went on like a three minute rant. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! That, that's why Charles. Even though is the once, best. but Charles, when he was playing, said, "I'm not here to be a role, a role model." So it's like you can obviously, if Charles Barkley's saying that today, he, he realizes the but mistakes to, but he to, made when he was playing. But to Jamie's point, when Charles Barkley said that, he was 25 years old. Yeah, you know, 26 years old. I mean, you're you're a kid, and you've just been given millions and millions of dollars, and it's like, oh, what do I do with this? And nowadays, we're not. I mean, think about back in the day, Charles was probably making maybe a million dollars, yeah, a year. But now these kids are making thirty to forty million dollars a year, plus their shoe contracts, plus you know their supermax contracts if they make certain you know points in the, in the season. Yep, we're not talking about like two or three million bucks. We're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, just down the drain. PJ money. PJ money. Well, on that note, we got to take a quick commercial break. You're listening to the Big Ugly Tailgate here on the Horn. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Big Ugly Tailgate. Beautiful morning in Austin, Texas. Johnny Rogers, Jamie Frazier, TikTok tie in the box. Casey had to take a leave. He had to head down to the barbecue pit, get some good Whitfields barbecue going. And uh, if you want to go get some great barbecue, head down to South Austin, the corner of Davis and Brody, and get yourself some fantastic barbecue, banana pudding, sides, all the fixings. Let's go. The Colonel's actually calling in today. Really? Yeah, he's been gone for three weeks, but he's got he's in between the Kentucky Derby, which he took off, and he had the uh, don't had, t- don't tell my my wife stables. stables. That's yeah, a great name. Yeah, and now he's got his. Oh, we got Ben on the line Question. too. Let's not forget about Ben. Question: um, I've been seeing that there's been a lot of uh, interesting horse deaths in these things. What's the deal? What's going on? 
I don't know if I, I, I saw that in the uh, right before the Kentucky Derby how many people how many horses died I didn't really dig into it I, I'm thinking they're giving them speed balls before they head out to the track but I don't know anything about it is that is that a common thing I don't know or is it... I don't know no it's oh. not common to have a to have a, a horse qualify for the Kentucky Derby and go down like the day before two days before yeah I don't know I don't know enough about horse racing to be to talk intelligently about it, but maybe maybe we can we can talk to the colonel and ask him. Tune in. I'll have to tune in today. Yeah, we'll, tune in. We'll uh, ask him about that, Jamie. Okay, here in about thirty minutes. Yeah, the um, but he's got his uh, he's got another big wedding. Had a big wedding last year. He's got three daughters, so he has one. I that, hope he starts saving for that when they were born. I don't. <laughs> they're not cheap. Weddings are not God. cheap. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So he's got the next one coming up. This um, Annie is uh, is getting married this coming up Saturday, week from today. Okay. Go Chaps! Memorial yeah. Day weekend, I guess. Okay, yeah, week from today. I'll be. Hey, I'll, Donnie, what up? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I'll be out. I'll be watching the Indy Five Hundred that weekend. Know that? That's a staple. Good news. Uh, I was gonna ask what you thought about the uh, the Chaparral screen game. Uh, it was cool. Got a chance to go down to Westlake Chaparral Stadium and uh, Mark Hurst Field right down there in, in, in Westlake and got a chance to talk with Tony Salazar, the head coach. He invited all the former captains to come down. He really He's really trying to bring the alumni back into the fold at Westlake. Todd Dodge was there. Got a chance to catch up with him. Uh, also, Ben, shout out to you from Coach Noakes. Uh, oh, Talk to talk to Coach Noakes for a little bit, and he is getting the Chaparral golf team ready for their sixth in a row state championship. Okay, was Coach that live? Noakes. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Coach Ben. Noakes coached coached me in, when I was a ten ten year old in baseball over at Joseph Field. Get out, <laughs> Sammy Joseph Field, right there on the Cesar Chavez. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's a that's a great he, field. Oh, that was legendary there. Lots of lots of athletes well, he, came out of Sandy Joseph Field. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. I, I, that my first, when we when I got to Austin in the seventh grade, we we're coming into like pony leagues, and we would go. Actually, no, I take that back. We were at Wea. That's where we, that's where I. I never got to play at Sandy Joseph Field, but I drive past it every day. Oh yeah, that but, was, but by that the way, the Coach Noakes wanted me to uh, remind you that you offered to take him to go play down to play at driftwood sometimes so i told him i'd be glad to join you guys when that happens well let's make it happen johnny no doubt but yeah i didn't realize that the westlake golf team was going for like their sixth straight state championship or they've won like six out of the last eight there's some balls he's got more rings yeah he's got a lot of rings over there at westlake and he's the athletic director yeah he did tell me this is his last year as the athletic director. He's going to take a step down from from doing that and uh, just kind of stick to stick to golf. I think. Sir, I was wondering what's what's he was going to do: stick to golf or just uh, be the athletic director and let someone take over as the golf coach? No, I, th- I think it's probably more important to keep those state championships coming in. So he's he's told me that he was he was going to he was going to call in and talk about the upcoming state championships but he was caddying for one of his former players there's a tournament going on this morning so shout out to coach Noakes. hopefully he's listening I'm, I'm, sh- I'm, sh- I'm sure he's listening he, he's he's he's, so. he's got them all listening to the big ugly tailgate right now in fact 
<laughs> so shout out to them and the rest of our 12 listeners. And uh... Johnny's mom. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Shout, Love you, mom. shout oh. out to Lane Grigg and the, the Lady Shaps golf team. Absolutely. Well. I don't know how they're doing, but they got a good program as well. Yeah, Lane, uh, Lane Grigg was a uh, about three years older than me at Westlake. He was a really big-time football player. Oh, yeah, he played with my dad. And he was also responsible for giving my brother Jeff his high school nickname. And what was that? Lumpy. <laughs> that's, a, that's a rough one. <laughs> Lumpy. So Jeff, Jeff, as a sophomore, was on the JV, and like the second week of practice – the starter, starting center, tears his ACL, so he gets bumped up into the starting center for the varsity. And Lane Grigg was on the offensive line and looked over at him and goes, you look lumpy. And he goes, I'm going to call you lumpy. And it stuck for four years. So if, you ever, if I'm ever around, you know, if anyone yells lumpy at my brother, he's like, okay, great, this is a Westlake guy. But it's kind of a tough nickname to have as That's a high rough. school kid. But, Wait a minute. He was a coach when I was in high school. Who, Lane? Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I think he went straight from college. He got his teaching degree and came back and wanted to, you know, contribute back to the society as a, as a, as a teacher. He was, wow. uh, he, was, he was one of my teachers freshman year of high school. All right. Very wow. Cool. I, I didn't realize lessons. that was well, he taught you a lot, huh, Ty? Chuck Nowlin was the, was the girls' soccer – or, excuse me, the girls' golf – coach for a long time chuck nallen is probably one of the all-time greatest teachers yeah, he was my he, favorite teacher of all time he, he taught uh history of rock and roll and america well yeah uh, an american american west yeah american. It, uh, it was like him and doc martin american uh, west american west but but chuck nallen and, and he was a hell of a guitarist oh yeah no they started was they started for. dylan day back in the do they still do dylan day sorry jamie i'm so glad that all 12 of your was listeners are westlake grads <laughs> Oh, he just uh, just haters hating Ben. That's all it is. I, you know what? I just, that's why I brought it up because we hadn't talked enough about the chaparrales in a while. I know that you were at the spring game. Yeah, you know, Ty, big contributor to the tech or to the Westlake football team. My brother is going to be and, a senior on the team this year. Is that right? Yeah, he's third string O line. Nice. Okay, he's so he's all pumped up. He might get in when they play Austin High then. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Hope maybe. Maybe. If it's if it's close, we may not see Mr. Henderson. I, that's a lot of. Dedication. But I will say this: um, Yeah, I went to the spring game. You know, there was a lot of a lot of energy there, and and uh, that running back that Westlake has, uh, Jack Kaiser. That kid is a. He's still playing. I thought he was done. No, he needs uh, some some D one schools need to start taking a look at him. I, I I don't. I know he's gotten a few offers. I don't know if he's gotten any. Mary Harden Baylor, like those types of Texas so. State. But I mean, he is he shades of Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, him. shades of Ryan Nunez. He's smaller. Probably not as it? not as fast as Nooner was. There, I promise. There was never a f- faster football player than Ryan Nunez. No, there's some. Uh, I'm gonna have to, you know, get get up to date with the Flex ATX crew. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of a lot of the good players from from last season. Are, you know, they're gone. They were seniors, moved on. So there's a lot of young talent coming up. But Jack Kaiser, senior, like like you said, he's been starting since his sophomore year. Yeah, so uh, Jordan Greathouse was in the house. Jaden, Jaden, excuse me, Jaden uh, Vasic was there. Uh, they were accepting their Hall of Honor, or there's a, there's now a wall that if you finish first team all district or better, like all state or anything like that, there's now a wall. Oh, they haven't called me yet. Were you an all district guy? I was a first team academic all district. Yeah, that doesn't count. Which is like the whole Westlake football team. I was first team all district. 
We had all four of our DBs were first team all. That was back in the day where like literally the all district team was like half half the Westlake team. Just because we were dominating and still are. That's all right. And that is our Westlake Chaparral segment of the show. Ben, <laughs> what else you got going on this weekend, Ben? Uh, we are going to do a, a little leg day this afternoon, hopefully. You think? And Have you, I, know you, I know you just woke up. Have you looked outside? Uh, I do see water on the ground. Okay. Um, I did not hear any lightning or thunder last night, so that's probably would have woken me up. But there is water. Um, you know, we'll see if, it, if we do a little lake day. Um, and then we have our good friend Leah Pig. Her birthday is today. Oh, happy birthday, um, so Leah. Shout out, Leah. Another good friend, Alex Flink. Yes. And then... Uh, is Flinky's birthday Paul. as well? It's Flinky's birthday. And then uh, our, our uh, Driftwood president, Casey Paulson's birthday as well. So we're his celebrating name was Casey a lot Paulson? of people today. His oh, name, yeah. His name was Casey Paulson. Wasn't that... Uh, oh, no. <laughs> that was... Uh, his name was Robert Paulson from the, from the movie Fight Club. That was Meatloaf's character in that. And by the way, it was Triple R's birthday yesterday. Shout out to Triple oh. R. Shout out to Triple R. He's he's down in Florida right now, and they're 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 coming back. I think next week. I hadn't seen my my folks in about six months. They they go down to Melbourne, Florida, and watch a bunch of space shuttle launches. And, and Triple R, I don't know if you knew this, Ben, big time karaoke guy now. No way. He listen. I'm not kidding. He he takes his own CD up to Lose Blues Bar. And gives it to the DJ, and is it's he's usually I'm pretty sure it's either he's a big wagon wheel guy. Like that's one of it. Like when he gets on there, it's either wagon wheel or beer for my what is it whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. That song, a little little Willie Nelson song. So wait a minute, wait a minute. I was gonna ask you what his go to songs are. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard my dad sing in my life. Like, growing up, it was like, I mean, you know, he's under his breath singing Charlie Daniels or... Maybe he's hanging out with Gary Patterson. Maybe. Yeah. Take a step back. Yeah. Uh, that is not on his rotation of uh, karaoke songs, evidently. But, but no, he gets, he gets standing ovations down there. Everybody knows him. Him and my mom kind of go by Bud and Sissy down there in Florida. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, uh- they they whenever they whenever they leave and get in the truck, my mom slides over and sits you know right next to them. So they they got the the butt and sissy moniker real quick. Oh, that is too good. That is too good. So they're having a ball in Florida. I ha- love that. Having a ball, uh, enjoying their time, and then they'll come back. I believe this upcoming week, um, just in time for Memorial Day. So we'll get out there to Horseshoe Bay and spend some time with with mom and dad. Wow. You got to. Wow. I love. It. What do you got going on next weekend, Ben? Any, any big plans for Memorial Day weekend? Um, is it Memorial Day weekend next weekend? Yeah. Wow. The last Monday. Wow. In, the last Monday in May is Memorial Day weekend. Woo! Um, I will be taking it easy before the trip to Mexico on Monday, so we'll have to we'll have to go out and see uh, Bud and Sissy. Yeah. For the weekend, come out to come out to the Bay. No return. There's nothing. There's nothing better than the Bay of Memorial Day pods. We've had some good ones out there. Yeah, definitely going to be watching the Indy 500, the greatest spectacle in racing. I don't care what F1 says. The greatest spectacle in racing is the Indy 500. 400,000 people at that race every year. So how, many, how many Indy 500s have you been to, Johnny? I've been to 11 in my lifetime. 
<laughs> only only outdone by my brother Jeff, who I believe is all, I think he's 14 or 15 for himself. And we haven't we haven't been back. I mean, but that was all like basically our 20s and and 30s is when we would do that. Now you know it's a little more taxing when you you know can't really handle the the three four day uh, extravaganza brew fest like we used to. So now where do y'all sit? We're we're turn three. So you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you got to go to the infield. No, you don't go to the infield because you can't see anything from the infield. But, yeah, we, we've been – my grandparents back in the day, you know, my mom's from Indianapolis, so I think we're third generation. There might be a fourth generation at this point, but third generation uh, Indy 500 goers. And so we have our whole routine. We go to the, the old uh, – my grand, the dugout tavern where my grandpa and grandma, they own that bar – uh, you go there the night before you do the Calcutta. Uh, then it moved over to my uncle's bar up there in Indy Wardy's world. Um, then, you know, you go out that night, you get up at 6 a.m. and you start the caravan to go over. You bring, you buy all you it's BYOB. I don't know if you knew that, Ben. No. Yeah. The Indy 500 is BYOB and BYOC because we bring styrofoam cool, coolers full of chicken, fried chicken and beer. Interesting. Interesting. Now, no beer sales whatsoever at Indy 500. I think they do sell beer, but they they allow you to bring it in so you're not having to, like, you know, I mean, it's a long day at the track, right? So you don't want to keep getting up, going down underneath to get your beer and then come back up. It's it's a long – I mean, it's just – when with that many people, uh, you'd just be standing waiting in the beer line the entire time. Are you lugging, are you lugging a two-man cooler or are you – no, I you mean, know, you know those styrofoam couple. coolers that you can get that anybody just you know one or two people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you could probably carry two. It would be a little tough because I'm sure it's heavy. But I was just you're not bringing a yeti. In. You're I, not bringing a yeti in. That's for sure. I was wondering because I'm thinking when I used to drink, I'd probably need like four of those styrofoam coolers. Oh, for we had 15 tickets every year, and we would have at least eight coolers full of beer and about six <laughs> coolers full of chicken. And if you're a rookie. You have to carry the coolers, <laughs> and, and it goes by seniority. So if you're, you know, Jeff never had ne- Jeff never had to carry the coolers. It was always me and my <laughs> my idiot friends. So, well, hey, we got to take a quick a loud one too. Yeah, well, we got to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the last segment here on the Big Ugly Tailgate. Welcome back to the Big Ugly Tailgate here on the Horn. A little Tupac for you going into the weekend. Beautiful day, a little overcast here in Austin, Texas. Bringing you here to the end, we got Johnny Rogers in the house, Jamie Frazier, TikTok Tide. Is Ben still on there? We still got Ben on the phone? Nope. He probably took another snooze. Uh, something that just kind of came across uh, my desk. The There's a draft of congressional legislation that is being circulated throughout the collegiate stakeholder groups that would establish an NIL clearinghouse, which would have the power to fine anybody, sue anyone, and ban anyone from participating in college athletics. Drafted by the office of Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican from South Carolina, the legislation has been titled the College Sports NIL Clearinghouse Act of 2023. A source provided on three with the draft which would basically establish another version of the NCAA to preside over name, 
image and likeness activities. Thoughts? Lindsey Graham should stay in his own lane. I agree. TikTok time? Um, I mean, why why do we have to have another? I mean, I get it to some extent, but it's it seems to be working right now. And now you're getting the government that is just trying to get their fingers back into it or create a clearinghouse. It's it's an NCAA. There's going to have to be some kind of regulations to it. I don't know if I mean it, it's either going to have to be the NCAA or the the government. I mean, it is. I don't know. I don't know what the, what the how the law. Like, it's just taking money away from the kids. Is he saying there's a law that's being broken here? Or like, no, he just wants to, he wants to create basically an NCAA for NIL. Okay, well, I mean, something has to be done because, I mean, eventually it's just, it's just going to get worse and worse with high school kids getting it. Because you're not supposed to get the deals before you get on campus. And that's clearly happening. Yeah, but you also are looking at, like, you're, you're getting into state law. You're getting into, and trying to go federal law on it's just all the the whole problem with this is the NCAA did not do anything, and they knew it was coming ten years ago. Yeah, why did why they didn't if the NCAA would have came out? If the NCAA would have came out and said, "Yeah, we're going to start paying the guys," right? But and here's our guidelines. Out, oh, boom. Yeah, and I, I think I think that would have been like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Finally, the NCAA is coming around. Maybe right. they're good for something. No, but the the one thing that's always scared me about NIL is that. It favors large enrollment schools, right? That's, like where the, the money, the, that's where the money is. Yeah. I, I get that. But, yeah. like, schools like TCU, and you know, TCU, uh, Clemson, I mean, to some extent, you know, some of these really smaller schools. like TCU has so much big money, though. Yeah, but we have 80,000 living alumni. Yeah, but, I mean. The University of Texas has over 500,000. Like, it, we won't, like, if alumni finally start doing what they need to be doing for NIL, then then it's going to phase out. I, I've predicted. I was like, I don't know if TCU has a football team in 20 years, if it keeps going the way it is. Come on. Why? why? We can't compete. You were in a national championship last year. Yeah, because right now, I mean, it's still, to some extent. It's at the infancy. It's, it's, yeah, it's at yeah. the infancy of it, right? And they're they're going to try. I mean, I hope. I hope it doesn't just go, we're the big schools, we've got all the money, so the, the Davids versus the Goliaths, and now it's just going to be the Goliaths versus Goliaths. Like, it's going to ruin college sports. Well, I don't I mean, know. It's not like there's still teams that are very good that don't get all five-star guys every year. Okay. Just because, I mean, obviously it helps to be in Alabama, and but that's also – it's not just yeah, – Texas but, gets five-star guys every year, and we, it hasn't worked out for us. But there's yeah. no. There, I don't think there's any way to grow a program now in this environment from a D two to D one, you know. Yeah. And there's so many. And that's where they come from. Some good D two te- teams start knocking, you know, doing really well, and they move up. And I, I don't think you can do it. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but I just I don't, I don't want I don't want politicians getting involved in this. Too late. And why are politicians involved in this? It's all money. It's all money. Man, and that's like I said, that's just what scares me for these smaller schools, um, like a TCU. It's always been about money, though. Yeah, of course, it's all well. That's why you've never seen any of the smaller schools really win a national championship or be given the chance. It's just that recently, you know, we saw Cincinnati, TCU. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had flash in the pants of uh, like Boise State. Yeah, but they like never that. were that's in right. a national championship yeah. game. They were in a BCS game right. every few years. But but, but there wasn't a national championship game then. really back then. 
There was. It was just one versus two. Right. And it was up to who? Like the, the AP, AP voters? Yeah. That's or the BCS computer. The computer. Yeah. <laughs> Chat GPT. It's Chat, never yeah. going to be a perfect system. That's my point. But there does need to be we some just, kind no, of No, what you do is you should put this all in the chat GPT, see what it comes out with, I, and we follow that. I'm, I'm with you there. No longer make choices by humans, ever. Correct. Jeez. Gentlemen, great day. Thank you for, for listening, everybody. Appreciate you guys. Jamie Frazier, stick around to hear Jamie, the colonel. They're going to do their show, The High Ground, coming up next. Yeah. Uh, we got TikTok Ty, appreciate you today. Doing a great job. Casey Stutter, go see Casey down at Whitfield's Barbecue. Some of the best banana pudding and barbecue you'll ever have in your life. Uh, hope hope Ben gets some sleep today. It's a nice day to take a nap. It is a great golf. day to take a nap. Listen to some, listen to some golf. UT's playing baseball two thirty. UT's playing baseball two thirty. The Westlake Chaparral's playing Round Rock at Concordia University here at two p.m. Ty, if, give me a call. I may want to go. We'll see. We'll see. I got I got the day off from real estate, so two guys yeah. with tramp stamps and face paint. That's, That's it. Johnny and Ty. Well, we've got the the W and the H, Jamie. Can you come in and can we put an S on your chest so we can not, go WHS? Not gonna happen. Come on. No. All right. Well, appreciate everybody listening. You've been listening to the Big Ugly Tailgate here on the Horn. We'll catch you next week. Adios. You are someone else. I am still